Today I want to talk about moving on. And I believe this is something that we've all had to hear at some point in our lives. Some of us need to hear it now. And it's because we've all had occurrences and situations which have impacted our lives in one way or another. And sometimes we tend to hold on to how these situations and occurrences made us feel at the expense of our own well-being, at the detriment of our own personal development. So I'm here today to just ask you, will you move on? Like, will you move on from your past victories and successes? In Isaiah 43, God talks to the Israelites of how he parted the Red Sea, allowing them to pass through it. And immediately they were done passing through it, he allowed it to regain its normal nature, for it to close down at the expense of the Egyptians' lives. And in verse 18, he still says, forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I'm about to do. This is the same God who allowed them to inherit lands they had not worked for, towns they had not built, and vineyards they had not planted. But he still says, I am about to do something new. So I believe that in a similar manner, God wants to do something marvelous in your life, something bigger than anything he's ever done for you. But he needs you to forget what he's already done. He needs you to forget the past and not forget, like erase it from memory, but forget in that you need to move on from it. He wants you to let go of the past so that you can look forward to something bigger, something greater. He wants you to focus on what he's about to do as opposed to what he's already done. Because God's done with that. He wants you to move on to something new. And another thing that you need to move on from is our sinful nature. And Jesus said it so well that just as it is the sick and not the healthy that need a doctor, so did he come to live and die for those who know that they are sinners and need to repent as opposed to those who think that they are righteous. I read this somewhere that Jesus did not live and die for the 9 a.m. holy and refined version of you. He died for the 1 a.m. version of you who cannot decide whether they are drunk enough or they need to drink more. He died for the 3 a.m. version of you who deals with insecurities and impurity. He died knowing that at some point you'll be struggling with jealousy and anger and he'll need to deliver you from all that. And all you have to do is just accept and recognize that you need to repent and actually do it. And by so doing, you'll be able to turn away from your sinful nature. And some of us have been forgiven by the Father, but we haven't forgiven ourselves. How do I know this? Because I've been like that. Sometimes I still am. But the Bible says that if we confess our sins, He is faithful enough to forgive us. And why would God tell us to confess our sins only for Him to be like, How does that help Him or serve Him? And the Bible says that by Christ's blood on the cross, we've been made right with God so that there's now no condemnation for those who belong to Him. And some of us need to move on from our past failures, disappointments, appointments and mistakes and just try again even the lord told the israelites through his prophet jeremiah when you fall down don't you pick yourself up when you realize that you're on the wrong road don't you turn back and some of us that's exactly what you needed to hear at this point like just try again just turn back just pick yourself up and try again and yes i know you're scared but guess what so were the Israelites when they had and so that the Egyptians were catching up with them. And this is when Moses was like, the Lord will fight for you. All you need to do is be still. And God was like, who said that? Who said that? Who said that? And God said, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. So I know, I know, I know you tried it yourself and you failed and it hurt. And that's okay, by the way. It's okay to hurt. But the Lord is saying, you need to get back up on that horse so that I can help you. I know it failed last time, but this time you're not alone. I am with you. 
but you need to get on moving. And finally, some of us need to move on from certain relationships. And there's no better way to illustrate this than how Mike Todd put it in one of his preachings on relationship goals, where he used the story of Sarah, Abraham, and Hagar. We all know that Sarah and Abraham were promised a kid. And after years and years and decades of waiting, Sarah decided to make good of God's promise herself. She had a brilliant idea. What if my husband and my servant came together and conceived a child since I can do that on my own? And Abraham was like, oh, okay, this is a nice idea, like a good idea. And the Bible says that immediately Hagar conceived of Abraham's child. Hagar started despising and undermining Sarah. Oh Sarah being her mistress, how come wake up here? Sarah also dealt with her so harshly. And after this back and forth between the two, God finally told Abraham, you need to send Hagar away. And what does this story teach us? Two things. Number one is any relationship that you started while waiting on God's promise as a mechanism of you trying to make good of God's promise yourself, it needs to end. Some of us have been getting into relationships and friendships that they were not right just because we needed to feel something, just because we needed to feel like we are not lonely because God had told us we won't be lonely and we tried to make it right ourselves. And God is saying such relationships, they need to end. You can't make good of my own promise to you. The second and last thing that that story teaches us is any relationship that peaks on God's promise needs to end. Like God didn't tell Abraham that you are going to have a son alone or with someone who you want. It was you are going to have a son with Sarah. Like the relationship that had been ordained in this situation is Abraham's and Sarah. But he tried to make this promise right himself by going into another woman. Therefore, he was about to sacrifice the ordained relationship for something that wasn't even worth it in the first place. And we see that Abraham trying to chase this relationship with Hagar gets to a point where this wrong relationship starts undermining and picking on the promise because Abraham's blessings were with Sarah, not anyone else. And now Hagar is picking on all that. It just makes you think. Some of us have got into relationships and they may be romantic or not romantic, but we're in relationships with people who undermine our purpose, they undermine our will, they undermine our desires, they devalue our relationship with God, they pick on our ability to see God clearly. God is saying such relationships need to end. And not just end, but end ASAP. Because God wants to move you to better things. But for you to get into better things, you need to get the right people and better people around you. So yeah, such relationships need to end. And finally, you might forget all that I've said, but please don't forget this. The Bible says that the righteous keep moving forward and that those with clean hands keep getting stronger. So keep your hands clean and keep moving forward. Hey, 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 I know.